0: Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jama'a. Esteemed listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jama'a. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. As-salamu qabla al-kalam. salam is before any speech, so... We Let's greet our honorable guest, Haji Abu Bakr Rawat. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: Alaikum <laughs> salamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to you, Mona and the esteemed listeners of Marka Sahaba. Hope you are in good health. Let Allah Ta'ala keep you all in good health and spirit. Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim Let us correct our intention that we are listening to the advisors of Deen. And may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to practice on it. I mean, and whether with the full hope of gaining a thousand rakats of nafal salah, the reward of it. And let Allah bless us all with this ni'amah in favor. Jazakallah. Bismillahir Rahmanir rahim Nahmadu wa nasalli ala Amma
0: As Haji Sab had mentioned, we increase or we rectify our intentions. And also, now I was just reading a hadith when Haji Sab walked in. And as he walked in, I was reading Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa Then I heard, he said, sallallahu alayhi wa softly. So this, sometimes you learn lessons by witnessing it. So often you can ask how many people, pious people also, how many people respond to the iqama. Whereas we learn this in maktab, We learn how to respond to the iqama. Forget the responding. We're not there for the iqama. Allah forgive us. But let's make effort towards this. So if you... You're learning this, and you'll say, but it's mustahab, boy, oh, it's this or oh, it's that. You're looking for excuses, but why did you learn it? Didn't you learn it to practice upon it? So that means we should be there for iqama. So I'm saying to say, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to do, recite all these things. So even in madrasa, we've learned this. But when I stood next to Azim Wahashabir, saluji Damat and he saw Paban in this, responding to the iqama then you also feel, hey, but I learned this, I know it. Why don't I also respond to it? Like this, you know you must respond. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in a gathering once is compulsory. Thereafter it depends on your love, we say. So let's recite and who's in who can say, I'm f I am do not need any mercy. Of course we need mercy dawning upon us. So let's with our niyat and all of this recitation of Durood Sharif, inshallah Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala will take us close to Him. Ajisab, our discussion today.
1: Inshallah, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. A few years ago, this incident happened in our Kabristan. Hazrat mm-hmm. Mala Hashim Sab, Mufti Bola, was with his students in the Kabristan and they saw fire coming out from one grave and Hazrat Mufti Sab. Confirmed with the students again So while visiting the other graves They saw this repeatedly About two or three times So the Muftisab went to this grave And uh, at night That night he was very perturbed That why is this person in punishment So he made istikhara That Allah please reveal to me Why is this person in punishment So Allah revealed to him That this person used to hit his wife A lot uncontrollably, and this is the punishment that he's getting in the grave. So Muftisab said, I want to help to relieve him from this agony. So Latala revealed the address of this place where this woman lived. So Azul Muftisab went to the house, he knocked on the door, and he stood outside and he told the Appa this incident that happened. So because of shyness, she wouldn't speak, but eventually she admitted that his husband used to hit it a lot and beat up badly. So Mufti Sab said, if you don't forgive him, he'll be in this condition till the day of Kiyama. So please forgive him and relieve him of this agony, that the punishment that he's going through. So immediately she she forgave him. And in that night he saw the husband in a dream. who thanked Mufti Saab quite a, a lot that mm. you saved me from the punishment of the grave. Mm. That... I realized my mistake, but I didn't repent or ask her for forgiveness. And this was the outcome. So the punishment in the grave is real. I just mm-hmm. read one story now. When Wislaustan was pa- passing one grave, so asked the Sahabas, you know this grave? They said, no. Allah and his Rasul no." So he said, was one of the rulers, he's buried with a gold stick in his grave. So the Sahabas dug the grave and they removed <coughs> that gold stick walking stick. Mm. So this was the condition, and we must always make dua, that Allah save us from the punishment of the grave, especially splashing of urine. Mm. We must take extra pre- precaution, especially those people that sit on a, on a high pen. Make sure that you put enough tissues mm. in, in the pen so the splashes don't splash mm. on you. Take extra precaution. So once our sheikh also had leg problem. So he says, whenever I sit on a high pen, I sit in the opposite direction. And I make sure I fill the to- toilet with uh, with toilet paper so the splashes don't splash on me. So let us, always, for, especially for the men, take extra precaution for, for the urine. If you've used a flat toilet, Alhamdulillah, you can be saved. So you can control your urine and, and let it splash into the pen because you're sitting a bit high, so those pleasures don't come on you. But precautionary measures, just use a little toilet roll to protect yourself. May Allah forgive us I if mean. we're involved in this sin. Mm. That it was not done intentionally, mm. but Allah forgive us. We always take precaution. And these stories that we relate are always reminders for us mm. that to improve ourselves. Chief. Allah shukar. Yesterday, uh, when Alim came to fetch me, we went to a reverse center where there are only white people. And how many accepted Islam? And he's making full effort on this, on this poor Afrikaner nation. And Alhamdulillah, it goes every morning, two cars. They go and pick the the people up. They bring them to the center and they teach them deen for four hours. Mm. And his wife prepares for 50 people food. <coughs> So they have lunch also, and they give them food to take with also. So Alhamdulillah, when we came out of there, the one of those stars ran to the car. He said, uh, "Come, the Shahada is taking place. One person accepted Islam." Mm. So there are a lot of uh, p- uh, whites that come there that uh, that haven't accepted Islam, but they see what the others are learning, and Alhamdulillah, every day, second day, people are accepting Islam. And the need is so much that he used to feed 400 people a day in the, uh, in the locations and that. But because he ran out of funds, he, uh, they stopped in November. So yesterday we went, alhamdulillah, quite a few people assisted. And we collected quite a bit. So inshallah, that feeding will also start again. Mm. But the fikir and the worry that mm. they do. He told me one place they went to, they gave out bread. So a white person ran. He said, please give me also bread. She so said, no, no problem, have. There was some food also they gave him. She so said, I'm a chartered accountant, qualified. So many oh. years experience, I'm out of the job. Even if you've got some odd jobs to do for me, please hire me. So I can just put food on the table. So this is our condition of our people in this country. We don't take it at face level. We have to work towards it and help wherever we can with little bit. So Alhamdulillah, we went to one place that does a feeding scheme. They prepare 8,000 meals a day for distribution. Mm. So he was telling us in Ramzan, it goes up to 11,000, uh, an extra 3,000. So I asked him, uh, what time do you start? He said, we start preparation from our past 4. By the time 3 o'clock comes, Alhamdulillah, we're done. They hire people, they pack these foods. And it was so nice to see that somebody in, in the ummah are having so much fikr, feeding 8,000 people mm. and making sure they have a meal mm. before they go to sleep. Mm. And today, how much of money do we waste? And what, and what lavishly we eat? And not considering that these people are mm. on bread lines. some of them do not eat for a couple of days. Mm. But how much sabar Allah has given them? Take the Palestinian issues also. Mm. The, the Israelis are blocking the trucks that for that coming with the aid. Yesterday they bombed one shelter house also. Mm. So these are all tests from Allah Subhanahu Wa ta'ala. We must accept and be happy in those conditions. Inshallah, Allah will bring ease after that.
0: As um, as Ajisapi is talking now and speaking, so many lessons are being derived, and this is. I mean, if you take it in. I just said, your days, I can't say my, I was just being born that time, probably four years or whatever it may have been, into it. And then it stopped. The apartheid, who would ever think during that period of apartheid that many years down the line there would be white people asking for food. And Allah Zawajal says this in Surah Al-Imran, and this we can take uh, solace for this, for uh, the Palestinian issue, and Nas, That how we turn the tables, how such days, and such days we rotate among the people. Yesterday they were in charge, today they are put at the bottom. And others, and then Allah will see how these people, um, how we then, as you've said, we've got the money, we've got those who have the wealth, we're squandering it. And another important point, and I said this yesterday too, that the importance of every location, every society we should have something in place we've got the tabliq to keep those who are believers already but we need centers for new muslims because what happens a person accepts islam after that that person who made him muslim he is totally busy he's consumed he doesn't have much time so as a society if we get together and we can help people to assist like haji Saab was mentioning the center where it is this is excellent work this is what I was saying yesterday. Mashallah, it is taking place somewhere. So every society, every uh, locality should have this concern, this worry, that when a person accepts Islam now, what do we do? How do, can we maintain his Islam?
1: And Alhamdulillah, we met one brother, Abdullah. He accepted Islam for two years. He stays at the center. Mm. He said, Alhamdulillah, I haven't missed in these two years. Mm. Tahajjud is compulsory for me. I make mm. sure that, it's, Alhamdulillah, he so keep on making du'a for me, that Allah keep me steadfast on deen, mm. that I don't miss my tahajjud salah. Mm. So with the figure of a nawafil, he had so much fikr that he doesn't want to miss a nawafil. So his the wajibat, all must be in order. Mm. So we as Muslims, we have to learn this. We make mistakes, we fall, get up, run again. This is the system of Allah. Mm. That's why our late Sheikh Rahmatullah's father used to always say, Allah mentioned the most of Musa A's, in the Quran and Majid. He's not making ribat, Allah doesn't make ghibat but a reminder for a mu'min. So all these programs that we have on this Zmarqa Sahaba on other st- platforms is to remind us all the <coughs> time. And inshallah this weekend for the men, mm. Ufaq will be having a program at the Khanka Masjid. And quite a few elderly uh, <coughs> Mashaikh will be there. Mm. It's just to re- keep on reminding us that w- uh, what we have to do in this world in preparation for the Akhirah. So
0: on Saturday, after Asar, it will start, inshallah.
1: The Asar will be 15 minutes earlier. Mm. So inshallah, it will be at quarter past uh, five, the, the Jamaat. Mm. And after that, the programs. Each speaker will, I think, allow half an hour. So there are about five speakers already on the line. So in-
0: <laughs> you know the listeners one question they have to they're going to ask, oh. what time is the choice? Chow's is after Inshallah. After the program. <laughs> after the
1: program.
0: In- so, so you have th- to they have to sit for the whole program.
1: No inshallah. Alhamdulillah last fizzle. This our late Sheikh Ahmadullah inculcated in us that feed your guests the best. Hmm. So always for the guests, said the same in Saharanpur when they used to sit for itikaf, the the foreigners used to get five-course meals, that including the f- fruit, and the locals used to get three. Mm. So the sheikh said, whenever the guests comes, feed them the best. Mm. So one day as the sheikh Ramadullah some visitors came and the Khadim forgot due to the work, to ask them if they ate. So at the third time, the guests, the Sheikh met them and asked, did you eat? They said, no, nobody asked us about eating. So for three days, the Sheikh cried mm. that, Allah, why, did, why were we deprived of not feeding the guests? So he shouted the harim and he told him, whenever a guest comes, first thing, dish out food for them. That's mm. how much qadr they made, appreciated. Mm. When when a guest came I was just reading a story this morning Hazat Hawass was always in the habit to have a meal with a guest mm. and while he was passing a cemetery one of the Buzruk spoke from the grave and told him today your guest will be a dog mm. so when this dog appeared Hazat Hawaz out of uh, was busy with some work didn't take attention to this dog and this dog walked away so he immediately realized that this was my guest. So he ran behind the dog. So at some distance he found the dog. The dog looked at the food and didn't pay attention to it. So that al told the dog, I have repented. After that the dog ate the food. Mm. So these are tests that Allah Ta'ala will give you all the time. Like Ibrahim alayhi salam also happened. That day he didn't have a guest and mm. the dog appeared and he chased the dog away. Then it was revealed to him that you wanted a guest, so Allah sent the dog. So these are tests Allah will test you all the time mm. and to increase your Iman. And, and wasting of money, there was once uh, about two weeks ago we went to a function and we were sitting and talking. Mm. So the one brother said, this gold dome looks beautiful. So I didn't say anything and he kept on talking about the gold dome. So I told him, brother, do you realize what, what have you done? Or whoever did this gold dome. I said, we spent 300,000 ren. We put a copper dome. Why did you remove the copper? And the masjid lost 300,000. Who's going to take responsible for that money? You can't sweep it under the carpet. Mm. That was a man money. We put it there for no maintenance. And you all went and took it off and sold it at a loss. And paid labor and painted it gold. All that glitters is not gold. So we must be very, very careful on this amanat money. I just read a story about our Sheikh. They were going to Eastern Transvaal for collection. And he just mentioned potholes. So the driver saw the board and took Sheikh to the potholes. They visited there a few minutes, came home. They were doing hisab kitab. So Sheikh told him, you wanted to go to potholes, pay for the petrol, pay for the time, mm. because we are out on madrasa work. Mm. Mm. So he made the brother pay for that. So this shows that maned money, trust money, you don't waste. Mm. Because those are the first thing Allah is going to question you on the day of Qiyamah.
0: Mm.
1: And we must be very, our massages today are becoming gold and glitter. Everything we've spent money on. Our massages is supposed to be simple and because of this, so many musillis have left this masjid because they wasted so much of money on gold and everything must be gold and brown and must be matching. That is not Islam. You want to do it in your home, not a problem, but the massages must be plain and simple. I remember when we were building the kanka, this was our sheikhs. First thing, please do not waste money. Build it simple. So we had to choose the color to on the wall. They put three colors, a light green, pink, and a, a little light brown. So after the Asa, uh, Maghrib Salah, Sheikh, uh, one of the imams stood up. He said, we're going to count on votes. Who wants green? Who wants light pink? Who wants brown? So the first pink was so many brothers lifted the hand, a light pink. So, uh, Sheikh wanted a light green. So, the second color was light green. So, we lifted our hands. The pink won by two votes. So, Sheikh said, no problem. Those brothers that won will put their color. So, this is to show us the Musallis (coughs) also took part in part of the building. Made him happy that today when they see the paint, I was part of the vote. Mm. But this is to create brotherhood, that you're part of the system. Mm. And he used to always in Ramadan shout me that please don't waste money and mm. please see that food is not wasted. Whoever leaves food behind, throw it in a box mm. and give it to the cats. There are a lot of cats in the Hanka area. Put it outside, let the cats eat. So Inshallah, with these lessons that we've learned today, may Allah Ta'ala give me the speaker first, the Taufik, to practice and the lessons of the listeners. Inshallah, all these things are reminders for us. Gee. To improve our life and to to make it better
0: this uh, for us reminder for us the youth and the newer generations that this habit of feeding it's dying in our world. we see it it's just uh, my my granny used to have every Juma invite people and you we couldn't understand the blessings in our home we couldn't and my grandfather used to go to the masjid he did, my granny didn't know how many guests he's going to bring. Sometimes they come with five, sometimes no gas. The day he came with no gas, that was the day he was totally... It was like, a, you could almost say like a janaza in that home because there's no gas today. So it was like void of something beneficial. And today, unfortunately, the West has crippled our mindsets, this whole, also all of this lockdowns and, you know, it's segregated us. That we don't like, uh, someone comes to our house, to feed that person, to look after, to serve that person, we find it a burden. Meantime, it's bringing so much of benefit. That's why we find so much of barakah in the houses of the seniors, of the pious who do this practice. Unfortunately, we're losing out on all of this. Inshallah, it's not too late. Let us correct our intention. Inshallah,
1: Allah will give barakah in it. Inshallah, that we have a guest mm-hmm. at our table.
0: Just one more. I, just I was speaking about the dogs. So Mufti A.K. Saab mentions you must make this dua upon the, the rogue terrorists, the Israelis, where Allahumma sallit alayhim kalbam min kilabik. That, O oh Allah, send your. put such a dog from your dogs and let them be desecrated, demolish them totally. And you see this happening in times of Israel yesterday. They said hundreds of feral dogs have entered Israel from Gaza Strip since the start of this war against Hamas. And they they said, yeah, the Israel Nature and Parks Authority is almost powerless to do anything about it. Without a green light from the ministry, they don't know what to do. So the dogs are also angry with them. And Alhamdulillah, this is what we should be doing. Our focus is... Uh, On Muslim Brotherhood As Haji Sab mentioned And our minds all the time are going To wherever oppression is taking place Our Muslim Brothers May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Make it easy Make our plight easy for us also
1: A few minutes left We'll just make a short dua اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى Allah is the same as the Ummah. Allah is the same سيدنا إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد the same في الدنيا Ummah. وفي is the same عذاب النار والله Allah is the صلَّى اللَّهُ عليه وسلم الله is the مُحَمَّدٍ صلَّى اللَّهُ عليه وسلم. Allah الله the أُمَّتِي the Allah is what whatever seen, uh, they have been bombed mercilessly, uh, mercilessly, Ya Allah. You assist them. It's only your Nusrat and your help will help us, Ya Allah. You know our condition better than we know ourselves. Give them your full assistance. Send the Malaika down to assist them, Ya Allah. And Inshallah, we have full hope that they will gain victory, Ya Allah. Allah, take this radio station from strength to strength. And the pre- presenters that are here, giving their time, give them barakah in their life, in their sustenance, and make their home a peace of tranquility. Our Ustad Hazrat Mufti Saab also, Ya Allah, give him barakah in his life, and Allah make it easy for him, and remove all <coughs> the evils, especially the evil eye that are on us all the time, Ya Allah. You guide us and protect us. Allahu Akbar. Subhanahu wa Taala. Subhanahu wa Taala. Subhanahu wa Taala. Subhanahu wa wa Taala. Subhanahu wa Taala. Subhanahu wa wa Taala. Subhanahu wa wa Taala. wa 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 wa
0: Jazakumullahu khairan fid darin. Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum as khairan for joining us. And to all our listeners out there, wherever you may be, also requests, We request your du'as. From us in the team, we say Jazakumullah khairan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept us. Also our engineer, Bonface, we say thank you to him too. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaa.